she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and today I'm not doing well. Um, I've been... (laughs) I've been very stunted creatively, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Okay, so I was originally going to make this podcast, um, and it was going to be called How to Get Out of a Funk. But guess what? I haven't gotten out of my funk. I don't know how the fuck to do that. I can't get out of my own funk. How am I supposed to tell you guys how to get out of a funk? So, I've been talking, I feel like I've talked about this for like the last three podcasts, but like, I've just like not been feeling like as happy, like as myself. And, like, I'm not, like, depressed or anything, but I just feel, like, bleh. Like, I just feel like a lot of stuff in my life is, like, it's, like, shit ain't adding up. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like everything's at a standstill, and I'm going through, like, adult puberty. Like, I don't even know. Like, there's just... (laughs) That probably sounds so weird. Sorry. I, I watched a video with Jenna Marbles on YouTube, and it was called, like, Adult Puberty, and it's, like, literally the truest thing ever. Like, they... I don't know if this is, like, real, but I've heard that, like, around 23 women will go through like another period not another period another puberty and I feel like that's what I'm going through like my hormones and like my body's changing and like it's just there's a lot happening but other than that because these are weird details that you guys clearly do not care about um just like I don't know I'm just trying to figure out like who I am authentically and I'll talk about this a little later in the episode but just like being an adult is tough because we have so many choices to make now and I need to really figure out what I want out of life like what kind of friends I want to have what kind of relationships I want to have what kind of like house I want to have like what kind of like just everything and sometimes it's just a lot and I just I'm trying to like listen to my intuition more and be like okay Lisa what do you really want out of life like what do you want like sometimes do you ever just have like those weird moments where you're like look out the window and you're like I could run away right now I could get in my car and leave. I could just literally book a flight to fucking Tokyo and I'd be out of this bitch. Like, I just, I have these weird thoughts and I know that sounds so crazy. Like, and here's the thing, I feel like so, like, privileged because it's like, there's nothing wrong. Like, my life is, like, good. But I think just, it's just been a lot trying to navigate like, I'm, I'm a very, like, hypercritical person, and, like, I'll kind of lead this into, like, everything with my podcast. I am a Virgo moon, so I'm just, like, I always expect perfectionism out of, like, not only myself, but, like, people around me, and that just really, like, fucks me up all the time. And they always say, like, God laughs when you make plans, and I feel like I always try to plan every segment of my life, and, you know, I try to hold standards for myself because I see myself doing good things in life and just like I want to be successful like for my mom and I want to be just successful for myself and like there's just so much I want to do and I know the type of life and lifestyle I want to have but at the same time I don't know how to get there and I don't know what is the correct path for me I do feel like my purpose in life is communicating and kind of like that's why I do this podcast because I feel like I have a voice that needs to be heard and I know everyone says that like we're in the social media age and like everyone has a platform nowadays and I'm not saying my voice is more important than others but I feel like 
my purpose and like it's not even to like I'm not saying that like I'm like the next Oprah and I need to have like millions of fans or anything but I feel like I just have a way of like connecting with people and just kind of like being real and telling my truth and even though like just knowing that it helps like so many of you out there just means a lot to me and so like that is fulfilling in a certain type of way but I feel like I'm in this weird journey, you know, I think anyone can relate with to this, like, in their 20s, where do you follow your passion, or, like, do you, do you just do, like, the safe route, and, like, you know those people who's like, oh, I quit my job, and I had no savings, and then I just pursued blogging, and then now I'm a star, and it's like, that's cool, but I just don't think, like, I'm a very realistic person, and, and, like, I love my job, right, like, I love, like, marketing, and, like, all that stuff, so it's just hard trying to find, like, that balance of, like, what can I do every day that I love to do? And going back with this podcast, I do love this podcast, but sometimes I just get creatively stunted. Like, it's just hard for me to make up ideas all the time. Like, the last episode, I'm really proud of it. Like, um, should black women change their dating preferences? I am extremely proud of that episode. It took a long time for me to, like, really put that together. And I know that sounds silly because it's like, oh, Lisa, the podcasting's easy. You just sit there and you talk. But honestly... Like I said, I am so hypercritical that, like, if the sound doesn't sound good, I just don't want to post it, or, like, is it long enough? Did I stutter? Like, did I say everything I wanted to say? Like, did I convey the message properly? Like, all these things come into my head, and I feel like it just really stunts me from kind of, like, putting out as much content as I want to and as I should. And I know my podcast would grow faster if I actually just, like, stayed committed and posted at least once a week and if not more than once a week you know what I mean like there's people who start podcasts and they're like putting out two a week and I'm like Lisa what the fuck are you doing like come on like just post something and I think me just being so hypercritical of like how people are going to perceive things you know I got a lot of positive feedback from my last podcast which was obviously amazing but a lot of people were just telling me like hey Lisa you didn't have to apologize like 80 times in your last podcast like it wasn't offensive like nothing you were saying was offensive but uh, I'm so hypercritical and like I don't want to like be like messy and I want to be as <laughs> politically, um, what's the word? Politically correct as I can. You know, I don't want to like make anyone feel bad and like say the wrong shit because nowadays people find tweets from like 2009 and will fucking roast you because of like some dumb shit you said when you were like 13 on the internet. Like it's not, I'm not going to say it's not fair because some people obviously deserve it. But it's like, you just have to be so careful putting yourself out there. And you know, I'm like a normal person. Like, I'm scared of being judged. Like, I want you guys to like my podcast. Like, I don't want to be like one of the people who's like, I have a podcast and it's like fucking stupid. Like, I worked really hard on this. Like, I work hard to like, get the intro. Like, I feel like my intro, like people don't even talk about it. But like, my intro is like iconic. Like, I got like a voice actor and everything. Like, it's really good. And I spent a lot of like, I spent like f six hours of my life just trying to make that like 20 minute, like that 20 minute, not 20 minute, 20 second thing. See, I'm stuttering. But you know what I mean? Like, I just feel, I feel like I have a lot of abilities. And I feel like there's so much I enjoy doing, but I just don't know where to put my time and energy into. So it kind of like me being so scared of the outcome, like I'm being honest, I'm scared for this podcast to fail. Like I am. And when I say fail, it's not really a failure, right? Because it's like, I'm doing what I love to do. But 
sometimes I get scared when I skip a week and I'll, or I'll skip two weeks or something like that because it makes me feel like, okay, Lisa, are you just not into this anymore? And it's not that I'm not into it, but it's like I have so much pressure on myself to just like have an amazing episode that gets all these downloads and like, you know, I'm trying to get all these influencers on my podcast so that I can grow my audience and I just feel like I'm losing the vision and I feel like when I lose the vision and I'm so hypercritical, it just makes me, like, not want to do anything. Does anyone, like, when you're so scared of failure that it just stops you from, like, putting yourself out there. And I never want that to be my thing. Like, and I feel like growing up, I've always really been into, like, media. Like, like I like taking pictures. I would take pictures of my friends in college and I would make those lookbook videos. Like, that was a whole thing for a while. Like, Lisa makes videos and like Lisa Rance productions and then I had like the Lisa Rance blog and like like on MySpace when I was in eighth grade like I was like pretty lit on MySpace like I knew how to code and like I'm just I'm into like the technology and like media stuff and my job of marketing kind of includes that but like obviously it's not personal to me and sometimes I just want to be myself and kind of like make cool videos again, but I don't want to seem like that person who's like trying too hard and like who's trying to do everything. And I don't know, I'm just trying to get out of this like rut of like not giving a fuck what people think. Like if I want to make like cool videos again and then not, like stop, like that's fine. And like if I skip a week, I'm not, I shouldn't like be so hard on myself if I don't post a podcast every week. And like I need to get back to just doing things because I want to do them, not because I think it's going to get me somewhere. And I literally just ranted for, like, ten minutes about this, like, dumb subject, but I just want everyone to know out there that, like, we're all going through things, and we're all trying to find ourselves in our 20s, and, you know, like, my mom said to me, she's like, I cried so many days in my 20s, and it's really hard just trying to figure everything out, but I think the more you get to know yourself and what you really want is the key to happiness someone said I don't I don't want to quote the wrong person but someone did say that the key, oh I think it was Tony Robbins Tony Robbins says that the key to happiness is progress and that really stuck to me because I'm the type of person who feels like they need to be where they're where they want to be overnight you know what I mean like I just want to be like an overnight success I want to go viral you know we all want to go viral we all want to like have Kylie Jenner, you know, you know how many times I've daydreamed about Kylie Jenner just, like, tweeting my fucking, like, podcast link, you know what I mean, but, like, that's the easy way out, you know what I mean, like, that's the easy way out, I'd get, like, instantly a million fucking downloads because of that, like, period, but that's just not the way anymore, you have to, being happy with progress and just seeing my podcast grow over time, that'll be all the happiness I need, and just kind of, honestly, sitting here and talking to this microphone by myself is honestly therapy for me and it's very therapeutic and just knowing that it even resonates with one person I feel like that's the goal so I'm just like I, I've been in a rut not just because of my podcast but just like a lot of other things I'm not gonna get too personal or into detail but like I said I'm just trying to like figure shit out and like who am I really what do I really want out of life and I just hope you guys can relate to this I know I'm kind of like a little long-winded but this is Lisa Rance. Like, this is what I do. It's very on brand. Like, this is me. And I can't stop talking. But, oh, I actually, what I wanted to say, what I wanted to start this podcast off with was the fact that this title is called Rants and Raves. So this is a new thing I'm trying to do, basically, where um, the episode before my last one, I think it was called Lisa Rants About Literally Everything. And it was literally 
just me talking just like I am doing right now. And I know you guys um, enjoy that. Sometimes it's hard for me to have a full podcast, you know, like the last one of like black women changing their dating preferences because it's literally like 30 minutes of content on one subject. And it's really hard to just talk about the same thing for that long. So I like doing these kind of just like open, honest, vulnerable podcasts because obviously it's just easier. It's really good when I'm in like a creative rut. I'm not saying that all my podcasts are going to be like this from now on, but I'm just saying that like it's going to be like this new kind of segment that I have. Like every other podcast, maybe it'll just be like rants and raves. And I'm basically just going to like go on my little rants, how I just did for 10 minutes and then, you know, rave about some stuff that I've been loving as well. So it's going to like have the, you know, little negatives and but also like a lot of positives as well. So I made a checklist as usual, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so yeah, I've been in a rut, in a funk. Um, it's not like that serious, but like, I've just been like kind of like sad, but not like, depressed, but just like, uh, just like not feeling like super happy. And I've really like had to work on changing my mindset and my outlook in the past week. I read my favorite book over again, The Power by Rhonda Byrne. Um, she wrote The Secret, but I honestly think The Power is better than The Secret for some reason. Like, I don't know why, but it just makes me feel really powerful and stuff. <laughs> LOL. And I had to reread that and kind of just like get back to, you know, my source energy and really just be like, all right, Lisa, like, why are you complaining again? Like, what's wrong with your life? Like, literally nothing. Like, you have to just enjoy the journey and, like, for example, like, I hope, <laughs> I hope someone doesn't listen, like, I'm literally talking about someone in my life right now, and I hope they don't listen to this, but there's this person in my life, I doubt they'll listen, but, like, there's this person in my life who complains about traffic, like, every single morning, and, like, I just thought about that, and it's just, like, dude, you're just making it so much worse for yourself. If you can just be, like, if you can just switch your mindset and your perspective to be, like, oh, I have two hours in the morning of my commute I can spend listening to podcasts and I can you know listen to interviews and like audiobooks like if you just change your perspective and be like oh this is a great time in the morning I get to sit in my car and like enjoy really good media or like music or whatever like if you just switch your mindset it can just make things a lot better for you like if you're just complaining like oh my god I have to sit in my car for two hours instead you can just be like oh I get to sit in my car for two hours and really like start my day off right with all my favorite music with all my favorite podcasts like you see how like it just can start off your day a lot better and I think I was for the majority of August and you know the beginning of September I was really in that negative mindset of just like oh my god everything's awful nothing's moving nothing's happening what am I doing why isn't this it's like it was just too much and then it was just it resulted on me like sitting on the couch and just like feeling sorry for myself for no fucking reason it's like hey, bitch, like, no, you're actually the shit. Like, you actually have a lot going for yourself. And I needed to really, like, get myself back and, like, really understand, like, who the fuck I was and do some mirror work, do some self-love work, self-care. And the biggest thing I did this week that really changed my mood around, because, you know, I'm a Scorpio. Like, Scorpios are all about the, like, you know, rebirth, regeneration, you know, like, we die, we transform, we come back stronger as a phoenix, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, like, our aesthetic, and <laughs> basically, like, a lot of Scorpios, like, we'll just, like, go MIA, and, like, we just don't, like, we need to, like, regroup and, like, get ourselves together, and the best way I really went about this was taking a cleanse from social media this week, like, complete cleanse, I was not on social media at all, um... 
And that is honestly what did the trick. And I'm probably going to have a podcast about this again. I know I had an old podcast called Social Media is an Illusion, but I really need to bring this topic back because social media, I don't know if it's, it's just me because I'm a very like sensitive being, like I'm a very sensitive human being, but social media really fucks with me. And so last Saturday, I'll tell the story. I'll be super vulnerable about this. Last Saturday, I was like, I really wanted to post this, like, bikini picture that I took with my friend Victoria. Hey, Victoria, what's up? And, um, first of all, I was in Florida with my friends for Kim's birthday, and it was amazing. It was such a good time. Thank you, Kim. And I was, we were outside by the pool, and I literally ended up taking, like, literally 100 photos of myself. Like, 100. Like, I'm not over-exaggerating. And... It took so long, you know what I mean? It took, it was like, took 30 minutes out of my time when I could have just like been in the pool and like enjoying the moment. And this is no one's fault but my own, right? Like, it's just like, it's just me like trying to flex on the internet. Like, it's fucking stupid. Um, You know, so like that happened. And then it took me, like, I had to like literally look at it and be like, which one do I want? And like, you know, everyone knows the whole Instagram process. And I finally found a good picture of me with me and Victoria that I really liked and like, whatever. And I'm like, I literally go to my mom. I'm like, should I post this? Like, is this too much? Like, am I like, is this like doing the most? And my mom's like, no, you look, my mom's like my biggest hype man ever. She's like, wow, you look great. Like, love that. Like literally if I was naked, my mom'd be like, yeah, post it. You look amazing. <laughs> Cause my mom is like goals. Like she's like my biggest fan and supporter. So I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to post it. The next day, I'm like, okay, so I have to figure out the best time to post. I'm like, okay, Sunday, Sundays at 1 p.m. are usually the best time for me. I literally have an app that tells me, I don't, I don't know what app it is, guys. Sorry, if you guys want to know, like, just reach out to me, I'll let you know. But there, I have an app on my phone that literally tells you, specifically you, with your Instagram account, when is the best time for you to post, um just like due to your followers, like activities and whatever like that. So for me, Sundays at 1 p.m. are the best time. So I literally waited to post on Sunday. And mind you, this was a week prior to me getting back from vacation, right? So then I'm texting literally five of my friends like, okay, this caption, should I, should I caption it this? What should I caption this? And it literally took an hour for me to fucking put up a caption. And then at one o'clock, I posted it. And then I start freaking out because it was up for 20 minutes and I only had like 12 likes. Like, are you fucking, like, thinking about this literally makes me so mad because it's, it's, it was like insane. And that was the moment when I was like, I was freaking out about not getting likes. And I was like, oh my God, people probably think that my bikini picture is too much. They're probably screenshotting it thinking I'm doing the most. Oh, they think it's ugly. Oh, like, I'm thinking all these things in my head that is like not true. I'm pissed off because the algorithm is against me. I'm pissed off because I'm not getting likes fast enough. Like, literally, this was my mindset. And that was the moment when I was like, all right, I need to get off. I need to get off. I need to get off of social media. I need to take a break because it is just not good for my mental health. It's like you're always trying to put your best self out there and you're you're seeking that social validation from fucking people. And, like, that's the thing. It's funny, like why do I think that people give a fuck about my picture like that much? You know what I mean? Like people literally will look at it and they'll be like, oh, cool, double tap. And then they move on with their day. But in my head, people are literally analyzing every inch of that picture and judging me. And 
it's just so crazy and toxic like the kind of mental spiral that you'll go in and i know that i'm being super vulnerable here you guys are probably listening to this and you're like wow lisa you're fucking nuts that sounds crazy but it's really not that crazy because i know like my friends and a lot of other girls do the same thing and being on this cleanse this week was so powerful for me and i was able to really like like me and my mom just like we took a road trip not a road trip we went up to like new hampshire for the day and like I just like didn't have my phone I didn't look at my phone I wasn't worried about tweets I wasn't worried about retweets I wasn't worried about likes and like I went out with my friends and I didn't use my phone like it was just cool to be present I know this sounds crazy but we're never present anymore like I'll be like I'll be out with my friends and I'm worried about the snapchat I'm getting and like not snap I don't use snapchat anymore but you know what I mean like the instagram story and like my friends will be talking to me, but I don't hear them because I'm trying to edit my Instagram story, which is only up for 24 hours. And you just have to be mindful of that. Like, everyone is just trying to flex on the internet, and it's fucking stupid. And, like, the craziest part for me was that, like, literally, even my, my mom's friends, my mom's friends were like, Aliza, we see you on Facebook. Wow, like, you're just traveling. Like, you're just living life. Meanwhile, most of August, I was literally so sad about every aspect of my life. And it's just so funny because while everyone was telling me that I was living my best life, I felt very, very down, the most down that I've felt in a very long time. So I just want you guys to really like fucking listen to that because it's like, I was flexing on the gram, but I wasn't flexing in my soul, you know? (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Ew. Okay, whatever. Just, but you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't flexing in my soul. Like, I wasn't living my best life on the inside. Just, just on social media. So, and on, like, Twitter is toxic as fuck. Like, people literally say the dumbest shit on Twitter. They literally will be trolling, but, like, it actually, like, will affect my day. Like, I, like, I'm probably gonna go back on social media, like, tonight just to literally post about this podcast. But I'm not really going to be on there much anymore. Like, I will, but I'm not going to be on it, like, all day, every day like I used to be. Like, I just, I can't, life was so cool without it that I just, I don't think I can really go back to, like, being obsessed with it. And, like, one thing you guys should do is try to just, at least when you wake up, because this was a problem for me, I'd wake up and I'd go right on Twitter and I'd check all my texts, I'd check all my notifications right when I woke up. And when I saw something stupid on the shade room or if I saw like a dumb tweet, it would get me all riled up for the day and kind of start me like start me off on like this really negative headspace for the whole day. And so Twitter for me is super, I don't want to say triggering, but like Twitter for me is like there's a lot of cool, funny stuff on Twitter. But then there's also a lot of like just bullshit that is like horrible. So... I went through all my Twitter followers. I just unfollowed all the people who just, like, retweet crazy shit. Like, I don't follow any politics. I don't follow, like, racial shit. And, I and like, it's not because I don't want to be informed. And it's not that I want to, like, shield myself from things. But sometimes it's just too much, you know? So when I do go back on Twitter, I'm just going to, like, tweet my little podcast, tweet some funny shit, keep it moving. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be on there, like, you know, like, I follow a lot of, like, spiritual people, a lot of astrologers. Like, just, like, positive shit I like to follow now. Um, I, I really need to go through Facebook and just delete all y'all niggas. Like, I don't even know the fuck. I, cause you remember when in high school, it was really cool to just, like, add everyone? Like, you literally just added everyone. And I have, I have 1,400 friends on Facebook. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's stupid. 
And I don't even know who any of these people are. I need to go through Facebook because I don't want people to, like, have access to me that I don't even know who they are. Like, that's creepy. I want to go through that. I'm just going to be, like, more mindful with my social media thing because it really did take a little bit of a toll on me and I just had to get it back in control. Like I said, I'm still going to be on social media. Like, social media is, like, this love-hate thing that I have because there is so much potential on social media. Like, people have made a life off social media, a business, and, like, you know, it, it's really such a positive avenue and, like, I've made friends off social media. But I just think that nowadays, the way people use it, it definitely will just cloud your judgment about your own life, you know? There's some girls that I follow. I don't know. I, I might want to unfollow them just because... Some of the things they post, they just make, not that it makes me feel bad about myself, but, like, I'm just like, damn, why am I not doing that? Like, why am I not on a beach? And, honestly, I know that I make other people feel that way, too. Like, I do that to other people, too. Like, you know when people say, like, you are someone else's goals? Like, you are. And so that's why it's funny to me because people look at what I'm posting and they think I'm, like, the happiest I've ever been. And I'm not saying that I'm not happy, you guys. Like, let's not get it twisted. I'm not depressed. Like, I was just in a little weird space in for, like, a month. And, but now I'm out of it because I really got to, like, unplug, regroup. I'm feeling good. I bonded with my mother without fucking texting in the background. You know, I do that anyway. But, like, I was really able to just, like, be present. And, like, it was really, it was just, if you guys can honestly do it. And I know it's hard. Like, the FOMO is crazy. And I do social media for work, so I, I, like, it's not really cheating, but I was on Instagram to post for my business. But, like, obviously it's way different because, like, my, my you know, my business Instagram doesn't follow, like, freaking, like, Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that, like, I know it's so hard thinking about disconnecting, but it's so important because, like, I was so afraid of missing out, and I'm like, oh my god, I wonder what, like... <laughs> Kylie's posting or like whatever like I was like really thinking about like dumb shit like that but then you know at the end of the day it's just like hey it'll all be here when I get back like I'm gonna log on tonight and it's just still gonna be the same toxic shit on this shade room that it always is and you know it, it was just really good for me to unplug and I'm very happy about that I'm gonna stop going on and on about that because I have a bunch of other stuff stuff to get into we're already 25 minutes into the podcast I cannot believe I talk this much Lisa Rance hashtag on brand we love it. Okay, so let's get into the raves, you know? Let's get into the raves. Some things I've been loving lately. I've seen a lot of movies. Um, I watched a lot of TV because I wasn't on social media, so it feels awesome. One thing I watched was Black Girls Rock. It is a award show on BET, and every year they kind of just celebrate, like, black women who rock and who are doing, like, awesome things in the community and for the culture, and I just love watching that fucking show because... Like, I look forward to it every year because there, like, I know it sounds so 2018 to say this, but, like, there's just never enough representation ever in when I see an award show literally dedicated to black women, not even just, like, black people, like, black women specifically, and, like, them telling their stories and, like, seeing all these black women who've done amazing things, that was such an expanding, like, every year it's so expanding for me to see that because... 
like I said, I'm a person who has really high goals for myself and I want success for my own life. And seeing women who look like me, like dark skinned, beautiful black women, like doing incredible things in the world, it really inspires me to feel like, oh shit, I can do that. And I'm not like those like fake woke people who are like, oh, representation matters, blah, blah. But like, it really does fucking matter because it really put like a jump in, uh, what is it called? A skip in my step? I don't know, whatever. This is like shit that my mom says. But like, it really just like, helped me feel like all right Lisa like yes like you are on the right path like you can do this like look at all the women before you who have done this who are doing incredible things and I was like yes like you fucking go girl like yes so that was really inspiring so if you are a black girl who does rock check that out every year I mean if you're a black girl you probably have heard of it you probably do watch it but I just think it's an amazing show even if you're not black like fucking check it out like it's just a very positive, inspiring award show that BET does, and I don't feel like it gets, like, the credibility or, like, the advertising that it should, but it's a really good show. Anyways. Oh my god, the new iPhone. How does everyone feel? Okay, so I'm gonna have mixed emotions because <laughs> conspiracy theory Lisa is telling me that they're all trying to get tracks. Um, what am I? Not tracks. They're all, like, trying to track down, like, our faces and shit, and, like, they're gonna know where we are at all times, and, like, I don't know, whatever, but, like, what can you do, right? You just gotta move with the punches. Like, who, like, that's clearly where shit is going nowadays, but, like, what can we do about it? Like, what am I gonna do? Knock at an iPhone? Like, no. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have to just, like, progress the way that Apple progresses. They're also taking away the button, which I really don't fucking like. Like, uh, I don't like that. I just don't want, like, a fucking screen. Like, I don't know. I'm just, like, not a fan. I just really like buttons. Like, I literally, if Blackberries were cool, I'd literally have one. Like, period. If Blackberries worked well, if they didn't break, if they were, like, lit, if they had, like, real good, like, social media and, like, all that stuff on there, I would literally have one. But, you know, I don't know, just Blackberry just didn't, like, upgrade as, as fast as they should have and they just, like, missed the whole train. But anyway, back to the iPhone. I, I just got the 8 Plus, like, in the spring, so I'm not even, like, I'm I, I'm not even thinking about getting it, but I just really don't like the whole no button thing. I don't like the face recognition. It's just, it rubs me the wrong way, but honestly, I felt that way about the 8 Plus because it didn't have the um, earbud hole, aux cord, whatever. You guys, like, I literally have a podcast, but I can't talk, so, like, how does that work? But um, I was upset about that, but then now I'm used to it, and, like, I'll just get used to, like, not having a button. But in my opinion, it's just kind of like, all right, you take away the button, so it's just like, okay, what's what's the iPhone 12 going to look like? You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, you're taking away all this stuff, so eventually I'm just going to be like, what, like, what the fuck are they going to have? Like, it's going to be like a little piece of glass that, like, lights up by the time that, like, iPhone 20 comes out. Like, it's, like, it's just going to be like this little, like, piece of, like, plastic translucent glass that has, like, a little apple on it. Like, it's gonna be, like, this weird-ass thing. It's gonna be, like, less than a centimeter. Not a centimeter. What's, like, smaller than a centimeter? A minimum? Oh, my God. I, I'm gonna crop this out. I sound so stupid right now. I'm gonna crop this whole part out. I probably won't, but whatever. So, iPhone looks cool. I went... Me and my mom... When I was on my social media cleanse, we went to the mall, and we went to the Apple store thinking that they were gonna be there, but they weren't, which was annoying. So, I started looking at laptops because I've had my laptop since 2010 like literally eight years exactly eight years this month because I got it when I was going into junior year of high school and um and I've been wanting a laptop like I've kind of just been like eyeballing them for the past two years and whatever 
And, like, the new one came out in the past, what, year, maybe? And it has, like, that, like, little pad, um, like, finger touch pad. And it, like, looks really cool. And I honestly, like, I do love Apple products. Like, I'm an Apple girl. I have everything Apple. Like, me and my mom, like, all of our shit is Apple. You know what I mean? And I really do think these laptops are an amazing investment. Like, because it's literally lasted me for eight years, this laptop. And I have never had really an issue with it, ever. Well, I'm on, like, I'm an only child and I'm very, like, careful with my stuff. So, like, nothing ever. Like, I've never broken a phone. Like, like, knock on wood, but, like, I'm very good about my shit. Like, I take care of my stuff. So, like, I've had this computer for eight years and, like, nothing's wrong with it except the battery life is just, like, not great. So, I'm, like, so I go in there and I'm, like, looking at it. I'm, like, yeah, like, whatever. When I get paid, I'm gonna get it, blah, blah. Because we're in New Hampshire, right? So, there's, like, no tax. So, I'm, like, yeah, maybe I'll get a fucking laptop. But I was looking at the prices and I'm, like, damn, Apple. Like, this shit costs, like, as much as Boston rent. You know what I mean? And we all know Boston rent is not fucking cheap. So I'm like, oh my god, like, because I wanted, like, I was going to ball out, like, I was going to get the 15-inch laptop, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get the MacBook Pro, you know what I mean? Like, I was about to ball out. And it's literally, the one I wanted was, like, the one I wanted was $23.99. Like, are you, are you out of your fucking mind? But I know it's going to literally last for, like, a decade, so, like, I know it's a good investment, but I'm like, damn, that's a lot of fucking money. And, like, so now I'm just sitting here, I'm like, this laptop ain't looking too shabby, you know what I mean? But, like, I do think it's a good investment because they last so long. Like, when you get, like, a Dell, I don't, I don't get people who like PCs because, like, honestly, I literally, like, when I was in, like, middle school, high school, I went through, like, three fucking laptops. Like, my mom bought me, like, an Acer laptop that was, like, $800 and, like, that shit always broke and, like, it was horrible. So, I'm like... You might as well just pay, like, a couple hundred more and just get a Mac that's gonna last you for a long time. So, I don't get people who like PCs. Like, that shit is stupid. Yeah, I'm judging you. I don't give a fuck. I, PCs are awful to me. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm just, like, confused by, like, why the fucking MacBook has to be that much money. Like, it's just a lot, but, you know, I'm still probably gonna get it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even front. Like, I need a new laptop. I've had this for so long. And, like, nothing's wrong with it. Like, it works really well, but I just, like, I feel like I just need a new one. Like, it's embarrassing when you, like, try to go out in public and you're, like, people are like, why is your laptop so heavy? Oh, my God, what kind of charger is this? Oh, my God, why do you have, like, a CD, like, player, like, in your fucking MacBook? I'm like, because it's old, okay? I have the old one. I'm poor. Like, I just, like, I don't know. And I did a Twitter poll about this before, and I was like, should I get a new laptop? And everyone's like, no, just keep yours until it stops working. I'm like... This shit is never going to stop working. Like, I literally, like, I will bet money on this that this laptop could literally last through, like, like, I don't even know. Like, this laptop could last a good more, like, four years, at least. At least four more years without any issue. Like, I know for a fact. Like, this computer is fucking sturdy. And, like, that, I'm scared of, like, putting, like, so much money into a fucking laptop and then having it just, like, shit the bed in, like, six months. Like, fuck no. So, I don't know, I'm just, I think I'm just gonna rock with this babe here. I know this is, like, like, why am I even talking about this? You guys don't even care, but, like, Apple was tripping with that price. And I think I bought this laptop, well, I didn't buy it, my, I got, you know, whatever. I was, like, a kid who got it as a present, and, um, I think this one was, like, $1,100, maybe 1200 And, like, yeah, like, that's pretty steep, too, but, like, it's lasted me eight years, and it was, like, a fucking good investment, so, like, 
that's why I was willing to pay more for a new laptop, but like twenty three hundred, like that's a that's a big ass jump. That's a hip jump scop away. Like that's a lot. That's like double, you know. So that's just I don't know something about that. Maybe when I get my finances together, but I'll probably just end up traveling with that money anyways. You know, pay for experiences, not material things. Oh my god, I still have so much to talk about, and I've already 35 minutes in. I hope you guys enjoyed the long podcast of me literally talking to myself for 45 minutes. Does this say narcissistic? Maybe. Who cares? Okay. Not settling. I'm not gonna talk about this that much. This kind of just goes in back to, like, what I was saying before. I'm just like... I just, like, I'm trying to raise my self-worth. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not settling for bullshit anymore. I might do a whole podcast on, like, just not settling for less because settling is fucking whack because you don't even get, like, when you settle, like, what's the point of settling? Like, when you settle for men, especially, it's, like, all men are trash. So it's, like, you might as well just, like, wait for, like, the least trash one. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I should do an, I want to do an episode on um are men really trash and like have Nigel come back on or something because I feel like me and him could like argue about that for a very long time so that'd be stay tuned for that um okay what's next on my list Na-na-na-na, being authentic okay I kind of talked about this all right so let me just like kind of wrap this up in like the next 10 minutes <laughs> I'm sorry guys I hope you guys enjoy this I know I'm all over the place expect like better content coming soon i don't know i keep saying that but then it just it just never happens just bear with me here i'm just going through like a quarter life crisis like i'm just trying to figure myself out but i'm glad you guys listen to me and you guys you know just 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 keep rocking with me i really really appreciate it okay so some of the stuff i've been loving the shows the movies these are like the things i'm raving about right now rants and raves okay so number one would be american horror story Holy fucking shit. Okay, so American Horror Story used to be, like, lit as fuck when I was in college. Like, that was, like, the show. Everyone would come over, we'd turn the lights off, and, like, we'd watch it every single Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day that it comes on. And that used to be the shit. And, like, that was, like, during, like, the coven days and, like, during, like, that circus one. Like, when, like, remember when, like, the seasons used to be, like, really good? Like, that is when, like, American Horror Story was at its prime. And I feel like then that season Roanoke came out. I actually really enjoyed Roanoke. It was like really different and like it was cool. Like I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't the best season, but it was it was cool. Um, I completely didn't watch last season. Like the I think it was about clowns. I did not watch a single episode. Like me and my mom, we DVR'd and we recorded the whole season, but we did not watch it. Like we just didn't watch it because we just like didn't. Something about it just, like, didn't, like, compel us. Like, it, we weren't drawn into it. And I feel like a lot of people felt that way because, like, I I remember being on Twitter, like, back in the old days and, like, everyone would just, like, tweet about American Horror Story and everyone would watch it live and everyone would, like, really talk about it. And, like, last season, I just felt like no one was talking about it and no one watched that season at all. So when I heard this one was coming back and, like, I feel like the the industry, like the media, they really tried to hype this season up. And I was like, all right, all right. They're just trying to get their old fans back. They know they fucked up. So me and my mom were like, okay, let's give it a chance. My mom's like, should we watch the last season? Like, maybe it'll connect. I'm like, no, I I can't watch. I'm I'm not going to, like, try to watch that last season. I probably will, but just not right now. So anyways, so we start watching the first episode. We're very, we have, like, very, like, lackluster, like, expectations. Like, we don't really care holy fucking shit you guys it was so good it was literally so good like 
I'm obsessed, and I cannot wait until, like, tomorrow or Wednesday. I don't know when it comes on. I think it's Wednesday. But I cannot wait for the next episode to come out. It was so good. Like, edge of my seat. Like, I was laughing. I was worried. I was, like, trying to figure everything out. It was so good. Like, this apocalypse season is going to be fucking lit. Like, I don't know if it was just a fluke. Maybe, like, the first episode was good, and then it's just going to go downhill from here. I don't know. But damn, that episode was good. So please check it out. If you guys used to be into American Horror Story, get back in because this shit is fucking lit. Um, what's next? Bachelor in Paradise. You guys know I'm like into like the whole Bachelor series. And I know it's like a very like white show to watch. You know what I mean? Like the demographic is not for me. You know what I mean? Like, but I just really, really enjoy the content. I think it's like the craziest reality show ever. Bachelor in Paradise, I laughed, I cried. It was an amazing season. It was probably the best season, like, ever of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, so if you guys are, like, bored and want to, like, look into that, please look into it. It's really good. Get, get into the Bachelor Nation like I do. The Bobby Brown movie, oh my god. So it was, like, a, what, two-part series? It was, like, five hours. Holy shit. We had to record it because... Y'all know BET has, like, literally an hour worth of advertisements and commercials through every single movie that they put out. So I was not sitting through that. So we recorded it. And um, we just kind of, like, binge-watched, like, the whole five-hour series, like, one day. And I don't know if, like, he was lying about a lot of shit, but this nigga's life was rough. Like, he's been through the ringer. There's been a lot of crazy shit happen to him, and I just couldn't believe it. And I felt, like, it was one of those movies that was, like, it was really, it was done very well, but I felt so sad at the end. <laughs> and it was, like, he overcame all that shit, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you lost Whitney Houston, and your relationship was so toxic, but you loved each other. And then it was, like, but she was, like, kind of cheating on you the whole time with Robin. But, like, then your daughter passed away and she was mad at you. And, like, you had all these baby mamas. And it was just, you were, like, broke. It was, like, his life story is a fucking mess. And I just couldn't believe it. And, like, a lot of the story takes place in Roxbury because that's where he's from. Roxbury, Mass, represent, you know what I'm saying? Um, My cousins went to the same high school as he did and all that stuff. So it was really crazy like it just hit home because it was like all right like this is like literally like the african-american experience like in boston like only like 20 25 years ago you know what i mean and like just seeing this man's story and like everything he had to go through was just really like crazy to me and i don't know i just thought it was a crazy movie and I, it just made me really sympathize with bobby brown and i'm i'm pretty sure like that's what it was supposed to do but it just wow like, that was a crazy little thing they put out. All right. Oh, the movie Searching I saw. Um, me and my mom went to see it. <laughs> me and my mom, just we love watching movies together and just, like, hanging out. She's, like, the best person I know. Um, so I dragged her to see this movie Searching. So it takes place, like, through, like, it takes place through a computer. Like, we're watching a movie through a computer. Like, we're, like, watching a screen and, like, we're watching FaceTimes and we're looking at text messages. So it was kind of, like, a cool little thing in that way. Um, but I feel like this movie, like, was not advertised at all, but it was so good. And you know those movies where, like, like, so, just a little, like, plot of it, like, a premise. Um, it was, like, this girl who, the mom died, and then basically she just, like, goes missing, and, like, her and her dad just, like, ever since the mom died, they haven't really, like, you know, they haven't communicated that well. 
So she goes missing, and he literally has to, like, use the internet to try to find out what the fuck happened to her because he doesn't talk to his daughter anymore. Like, he doesn't know who his daughter really is. And it was just such a crazy story. And, like, I think the best part about it is that you just never knew it was going to happen. And it was just such a major twist at the end. And if you like thrillers, if you like, you know, mysteries, and it was just really good. So I enjoyed it. What else? Oh, the two Netflix movies that everyone's talking about. Oh, my God. Um, To all the boys I've loved before. All right, I'm going to give that, like, a 7 out of 10, honestly. And... I just thought it was cute, but I just thought it was, like, very... I, I honestly thought the acting was trash. And not by the whole cast. Like, that Peter... the was that guy? Peter? That, like, everyone's obsessed with now? His real name is Noah. He plays the, like, head guy in that movie. He's fucking hot. He can act his ass off. Like, he's, like, the new, like, teen heartthrob. Like, I'm calling it. Like, he he's awesome. Like, he has everything that you need for, like, star quality. But that girl, just, like, and it was cool, like, I was happy they had an Asian girl. It was, like, you know, you know, you know me. I love the, like, representation right now of, like, the Asian community. So I thought that was really cute, but, like, first of all, the main character was, like, full Asian. Like, well, in my opinion, like, me looking at her, I would just assume that she's 100% Asian. But then the rest of her, like, her dad in the movie was white. And then, like, her sisters looked like they were, like, half white, half Asian. But then this girl just looked like she was full Asian. And I'm like, are they not going to address it? Like, I was so confused. Like, her sisters had, like, brown hair and she had, like, jet black hair. And, like, she just looked, like, very... Like, she looked like she was, like, literally, like, 100% Asian. So I was just, like, very confused by that. So if anyone else, like, noticed that, like, please let me know. Because I feel like... I tried to bring it up to Kim and she was like, uh, what do you mean? I don't I don't know what you mean. And I'm like, dude, like, whatever. So I thought that was weird. But anyways, I didn't... I thought her acting was, like, in eh, like, very subpar. Like, it just didn't seem, like, natural but the movie itself was like cute whatever but I just thought it was dumb you know what I mean like like I hate those movies where there's like a lot of miscommunication like all she had to do was be like oh nigga like did you really say that about me and then he would have been like no and the movie would have been over you know what I mean like all that like dumb shit where like she ignores him for like eight days and like <sighs> I'm over those type of movies so seven out of ten it was cute you know then the movie I really liked was Sierra Burgess is a loser that movie was way better than the other one, but I feel like everyone kept talking about, like, to all the girls I loved before more, but I feel like Sarah Burgess is a loser was way better. Like, that movie was so fucking good. Like, so she had this, like, her black, like, boy best friend in the movie. I don't know his name. I wish I knew his name, but he, like, he is going places. That guy was funny. He gave me, like, young Eddie Murphy vibes. Like, his commentary in the movie was on point. It was so funny. Like, we were rolling laughing. Um, what's her name? Oh my god, I'm blanking on her name. She's like an icon. Viola. She's not. Oh my god, I'm thinking. I'm like thinking of Viola Davis, but it's obviously not Viola Davis. Sorry, Loretta Devine was in the movie too, who's literally an icon. So like they just made it like awesome. And then I just really love the storyline. Like a lot of shit she was saying was super triggering, and I like the whole like. It was just, it was so deep because, it, well, I'm gonna, like, get into, like, my little sad bag by the time I, like, end this podcast, but it's, like, it's really hard when you, like, you're getting attention from a hot guy and you don't think he's gonna like you for you, like, and I feel like I've gone through this a lot of times, like, I'll, I'll be friend to, like, a really hot guy, but I, like, I don't even try because it's, like, I don't think they'll like me back or, like, whatever, and, like, it was just really cool to see her, like, 
come into her own and just like be confident and like have him actually like not care like what she looked like and like oh i don't know it's just a really good movie i just really liked it so check that out <laughs> and is that it i'm thinking oh i mean obviously i wasn't on social media so i was on youtube a lot and okay i got annoyed by this my mom was like why are you on youtube i thought you were on a social media cleanse i'm like is youtube social media like no it's not like i don't think it's social media but let me know if it was that I cheated, I guess. I don't know. But I had to have YouTube or I would have fucking went crazy. I would have been so bored if I didn't have YouTube. So, yeah, I was watching a ton of YouTube videos. And I'm really... In and I know this guy's really controversial. But, like, Jeffree Star is so funny. Like, so he had this whole, like, series with Shane Dawson on YouTube. And it really got, like, a really good look at his, like, actual life and, like, everything he's been through. And they explained, like all the, like, racist controversy he had in the past, and, like, I honestly believe him, like, what really happened, and, like, I understand, like, where, where he was coming from in that moment, so, you know, I'm not someone to, like, hold anger against him for, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, he's racist, and I'm like, well, you don't know the full story, so it was cool, I got to see the full story of, like, what happened with that situation, but anyways, I just really like Jeffree Star as a person, like, he's a Scorpio, like, he's just, like, he just, I just get him, like, I don't know, it's just really cool to see, like, all he's been through and what he's done with his life, and he's just so fucking funny, like, period, like, his content is so funny, he's, like, so secure in himself and, like, authentic, and just, like, and I know he gives a fuck what people think, but, like, I, he doesn't let it, like, hold him back and hold him down, and he's just, like, such a successful businessman, like, he is so rich, and it's just crazy, and the dynamic between him and Shane is just so hilarious, like, my mom will just be like, all right, you're 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 laughing again at, like, those dumb videos. I'm like, yes, like, they're the best videos. So that really helped me, too. Just, like, just being on social media and just, like, enjoying, like, fun, happy content that just, like, made me happy. So I love watching them. Um, James Charles was also, like, in one of the videos. Like, he's, like, he's pretty funny, too. Like, I like all these problematic people, like, whatever. But, like, those videos are just hilarious. And you guys know I still love Emma, Emma Chamberlain, my, like, 17-year-old, like, idol. Like, she's literally, like, everything to me. So, you know, I've just been watching a lot of YouTube, just, like, laughing and just, like, getting re-inspired. Just feeling grateful, connecting to my spiritual source. And, yeah, I mean, this is the rants and raves for now, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. I know this was, like, super long, but I had a lot to say. It's been, like, two weeks and I'm sorry for that, but, you know, I'm not gonna beat myself up about it anymore, like, I'm gonna come on here when I feel inspired, I'm gonna try not to, like, hold myself to such a high standard anymore, and I just want to give you guys content that you'll enjoy, and I hope you guys enjoy this, um, I know it's kind of all over the place, but I really appreciate you guys listening every single episode, and just really supporting me, it means a lot, and don't worry about me, I'm fine, I'm literally out of my funk, you know, it's just temporary, but, we're all just going through growing pains and I just want everyone to know that you're not alone and even with someone like me who like might seem like my life is lit online just know like we're all going through the same shit and I'm here to speak my truth and hopefully you guys can relate and enjoy so I love you guys so so much um I literally spoke for 50 minutes straight and I didn't edit it I didn't stop it at all this is crazy so I'm a talker um see you guys next week i think i'm gonna have katie on and we're gonna talk more about youtube stuff so that should be really cool so i love you guys um subscribe listen to me on spotify like all that good good shit see you next week bye